0: came in apparent trivia, girls wearing skirts and tentative lipstick, a man's hand drifting to his workmate's shoulder. I abandoned the avenues and slipped down side streets into a maze world of alleys and courtyards. These hutongs are still the living flesh of Beijing, and once you are inside them, it shrinks to a sprawling hamlet. I peered into a courtyard littered with panniers, potted shrubs, bicycles, bird cages, "'Smells of urine and rotted fish hovered in a sultry air. "'In these lanes the inhabitants became individual. "'A bright-cheeked tomboy skipping with a frayed strand of rope, "'a man pulling his wife on a handcart to work. "'I tried to talk to three old men "'who had set up a counter piled with second-hand books, "'but they stared back at me dumbly. "'When I joined a queue outside a milk stall, The women I addressed only simpered and covered their mouths with their little blue residency permits. For the past year, I had spent several hours every day learning to speak Mandarin, yet now I often could not understand the dialect in the streets around me. Like an insecure child, I began to crave for any kind of contact, even abuse. The ordinary people call themselves Lao Bai Jing, old hundred names an allusion to the hundred communist surnames among them. And the quaint title suddenly seemed formidable in its anonymity. Westerners who had lived many years in Southeast Asia often said that the Chinese were unknowable. I had not believed them, but perhaps I had been wrong. I lingered by open doors and windows, but I encountered only silence, emptiness, or bemusement. Yet somewhere beneath this city's surface I felt a vivid life was going on, and I was missing it. That evening I noticed a door from which men were emerging with washing bags and plastered down air. A public bathhouse. I had an idea that the stripping of clothes might strip away mental barriers, too. Formality would be harder in the nude. I entered a hall lined with wooden beds. Its colours were those of school, buff and pale green. The cubicles smelt like school, too. I was aware of eyes following me from numberless bunks. I found a cubicle and slipped off my clothes. By now the whole hall was gazing at me, swathed heads jostled and ogled along the tops of the partitions. I seized a towel from a pile and entered the bath-chamber. In its white-tiled hall, some hundred men were soaping themselves under showers or lying like drug addicts in steamy pools. Naked, They looked more than ever like a nation of boys. Their limbs were slender, unshaped. Many looked malnourished. The bath ritual involved a slow self-broiling in three connected tanks, each hotter than the last. I slid hesitantly into the coolest of them. All around, the heads of the pool's other denizens gyrated to look at me. We were spaced like prawns around the basin's sides, sitting feebly on an underwater shelf. Soon the steam-filled air induced a luxurious indolence. My head tilted back to stare unthinking at the glass-panelled ceiling. Time stopped. I remained for a long time plucking up courage to slide over the lip of my bath into the deeper swelter of the adjoining one. When I did, the water felt incandescent, The steam ballooned about me while a new conclave of heads turned to inspect. They murmured conspiratorially together. Then, little by little, these faces came circling round me. They were grinning. One of them suddenly spoke. Welcome. We are very pleased that you are in our bath. I'm very glad to be in your bath. The mouths widened. Level gleams of teeth appeared. In a moment, I felt, a formal committee would be voted in, drinks produced, toasts proclaimed. Eventually I became alarmed by my own dizziness and lifted myself out. I was burnt raspberry pink from the neck down. I walked with the raw delicacy of something new-hatched. The dressing-room was like a morgue, exhausted bathers stretched inert under sheets, their heads covered. Others, with enormous scissors, assiduously sliced the dead skin from the soles of their feet and dropped it on the floor. Two beds to my left, I noticed the most solemn of the water-browsing heads which had welcomed me. I followed him out. I was three months in your country.